The year 2020 has been a game changer on all fronts as the COVID-19 pandemic sweeps through the globe. Life as we once knew it has completely altered with world economics disrupted, industries forced to evolve, and overall morale being questionable. Depending on who you ask, things can only go up from here or continue to get worse. Are brighter days around the corner or are we in the eye of the storm? How do we define an apocalypse? And how many of us think we're headed towards one? This the word. The show where we get real responses from real people about real life. Hang with us as we chat with people from all over the world and find out what the word is on the street about some of the world's most common and outrageous issues. Wanna get a global perspective? We got you covered on what's the word. Let's go. Hey, what's up, folks? Thanks for joining us for another episode of What's the Word? I'm your host, TJ Reed, and today we're touching on a very sinister subject matter. For those of you out there who thought the apocalypse was just a movie or a horror novel, might want to think again. Last year, we saw massive floods all over the world, fires that would just restart after being extinguished. Man, I had to check on my family in California every other day. Explosions of unknown causes everywhere. I think I read somewhere that 2020 set the record for like 19 hurricanes. And that's in the Atlantic alone. And they always have funny names too. Bertha. Eduardo. Cristobal. That one don't sound good at all. That, that sounds dystopian to me. I always wondered where they got these names from anyway. I mean, were they named after people that, well, screwed up? <laughs> if that's the case, there's a lot more names they can add to that list. I know one thing. If I see any others coming named Donald, <laughs> run for cover. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Heat waves, COVID-19, right? And with COVID, a global economic shutdown. Now, if that ain't enough to convince you or even make you flirt with the idea of an apocalypse, I don't think anything will. So today, we take to the streets and talk to skeptics, cynics, and preppers alike to get the skinny on what they think is on the horizon after the disastrous year of 2020 and what they're doing about it. So enough of the small talk. Let's get to it. Hello, my name is Stuart Keating and I'm from the UK. My name is Bogdan, I'm from Ukraine. This is Michael here. I'm a Belgian citizen. What's one of your favorite apocalyptic films and why? Uh, Dawn of the Dead. It's a zombie movie. When you're watching it, you're thinking, oh, these guys are going to make it. Turns out, they all die at the end of the movie. <laughs> Uh, the one, my favorite film, it was 2012. Why? It's because the year when they put it on the screen, it was the day when I finished my first semester in China. They waited exactly for 2012 and make the old people scared about what's gonna happen. And I was scared a bit too. Even my teachers were trying to say something. Like at the beginning, they were like, we don't really believe, but we know what's gonna happen. Shaun of the Dead. 
Shaun of the Dead is an absolutely classic British comedy zombie horror film. It's amazing. It's it's funny and in all the right places. It's fun in all the right places, and it's gory in all the right places. Do you believe that we're approaching an apocalypse? Why or why not? I don't think we're approaching an apocalypse. I mean, it's certainly possible we could be, but I don't see that there's enough evidence to suggest we are. I don't think so. I think the world is still changing. I think everything is evolving all the time. So when something finishes, something else comes and picks it up. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, we're not approaching an apocalypse. I think the human will to to live to survive is pretty high. So I don't think if there's any、uh, kind of apocalypse that it will be a man-made thing. At least not intentionally. I don't really believe it. For people, it's too boring to stay safe and happy every day. They have to put in their mind something bad gonna happen. What do you think are some of the factors bringing this about? Well, somebody could look at the evolution of technology and say that bring about the end of the world. Probably something similar to the Terminator. They talk about Skynet in this movie, and right now we got Google, we got Facebook, we got some similar online stuff that kind of looks like could bring the end of the world. I don't really believe it. It can happen because of they're gonna start like third world war. This was gonna kill all the world. It's not gonna be like everybody says the mystic stuff from the past. Zombies around and stuff. No, I'm not gonna believe it. <laughs> Zombie apocalypse. Would it really be that much of a stretch to believe? I don't know about y'all, but zombies are real. All right, <laughs> I've seen them. That is no joke. Let me put it to you this way: There's some streets in San Francisco you don't want to walk down after dark. That's real talk. Those crackheads ain't playing. They will take you apart. Yup. It almost happened to me. Yeah, I walked down the wrong dark alley. I had to turn around and walk right back to the main street. <laughs> Judge me if you want, but that street looked like something out of a Michael Jackson thriller video. <laughs> Except they weren't dancing. I just remember seeing a mob heading my way, but not just any mob. You know, some were limping and had wide open eyes, like they saw dinner coming. You know. <laughs> Torn and dingy clothes, had the twitch when they were walking forward. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Nah, man, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> It didn't end very well for the black guy. Up out of here.、And、that's no fable. That's that's a true story. That crack is a beast. Turns people into the Walking Dead for real. In reality, that's no laughing matter. Not like Tyrone Biggums, you know. <laughs> I used to just think that flicks were just flicks. It would never happen in reality. But now I'm not so sure. I look at stuff now and I'm I'm splicing it. I'm trying to figure out. Oh man, that that's probably what's happening. That's that's what's going on right now. Mike from Belgium brought up a really good one. Classic、uh, Terminator. Never really considered the possibility though. The day Siri rises up and takes revenge on us. <laughs> That'd be a pretty good movie. Could happen, bit doubtful, but the stand that was a Stephen King classic. Book of Eli with Denzel, heads were rolling for a bottle of water. <laughs> Man, I hope things don't get that bad. I am Legend. 
That was one of my personal favorites. That faulty cure for cancer that everybody thought was the truth. And then the next scene, everybody's a zombie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. That, that kind of makes me kind of paranoid about this, you know, this COVID vaccine stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm good. What else you got? You got Contagion, Outbreak. These movies, that's, that's pretty much what we're experiencing right now, this COVID. I know what you guys are thinking. You guys are thinking, <laughs> I'm paranoid, right? Looks like I'm not alone. According to a survey conducted by YouGov last year, nearly 3 in 10 U.S. adults think it's likely that there will be an apocalyptic disaster in their lifetime. And 17% of Americans say that they have, get this, an apocalypse survival plan for their families. Not making this up. YouGov conducted this survey at a time when several dozen cases of COVID-19 were confirmed in the U.S. Nearly one in five Americans said that they believe a global pandemic was most likely the cause of an apocalypse. It's not unusual, right? Got that mutation that could wipe us out. Global economics messed up. Loss of sectors of business, jobs. And you know what happens when people can't eat? Homelessness, robbery, looting, violence. Sounds pretty intense. But what does our global community think about it? Let's find out what the word is on that. Are you doing anything to prepare for possible future disasters? Why or why not? You know, when I was at university, I actually read a book called The Zombie Survival Guide. And while I was reading it, I actually got pretty serious into thinking, what would I do? For myself, I don't prepare anything. I just, I live my life. It doesn't matter, like, how much food I'm going to prepare or how much guns, like, if it's going to be zombies and stuff, like, you know, it's not going to help me otherwise. In one moment, it's still, like, going to die. Like, why not today happen? So I was thinking, you know, my apartment's in a really good location for this zombie apocalypse, right? If we hear the news that there's a zombie apocalypse happening, then I will fill my bathtub full of water. There's a, there's a shop nearby that I can get all, like, you know, a bunch of dry food from. Well, kind of, yeah. I mean, I'm saving up to buy a property in nature. Something that would be maybe kind of off the grid. Something that would be sustainable. You know, I've already got uh, sort of like a baseball bat ready, you know, blunt instruments are the, are the best weapons against the undead. My, my girlfriend at the time thought I was absolutely batshit crazy. What would you say most people from your country feel about the state of the world? Well, I'd say, yeah, most people from all around the world right now are kind of looking at things in a bleak way. Whether it's in America or in uh, Belgium, most people are seeing the social, political, and economic structures changing, shifting. And I think maybe uh, people that are a bit more conservative are feeling wary at the moment. Hmm. Being British, I think we're kind of pessimistic bunch uh, at times. Uh, I think, you know, it's part of British culture to be sort of quite self-deprecating. And I think we're resilient. But yeah, after sort of, you know, Brexit, Boris Johnson f***ing us in the ass, and uh, now with the coronavirus, uh, definitely right now, I think most people you'd speak to would have a pretty negative view. 
I know people who are prepared. They prepare food, like you know, in Ukraine, especially when it comes from summer, they prepare like tomatoes, cucumber, they put on the fridge, and they say, like, let's put it for the better times. And if it's gonna be end of the world, we're gonna have it right to us. I was like, if it's gonna be the end of the world, we're not gonna think about, oh, I wanna eat a cucumber. <laughs> if money wasn't a problem right now, where would you go to get away from it all? Right now, I need to open my phone and check which country is still didn't get affected by coronavirus so I can go there and stay there happily. If money wasn't a problem, I guess I would buy one of these like super bunker houses. <laughs> well, that's what I did actually. I'm here in Thailand right now. I came here to kind of get away from it all. I think it's a good, easy choice. I think Thailand is what we would call uh, Asia for dummies. As in, it's quite easy to get around here. Everything is more or less convenient. You don't really need to learn the language or anything like that. Like, there's these houses you can buy that are like a fortress. Like, at the push of a button, like, all the windows fold up. <laughs> and you're sealed inside this sort of stone cube. I don't know, maybe Cuba? Because it's one of the dreams to stay on the beach, smoke a cigar, drink a Corona beer, <laughs> not the coronavirus. <laughs> I drink a Corona beer, I look at the ocean, and just enjoy my life. What's your personal opinion on what should be done to turn the tide or at least minimize it? People should focus a little bit more on themselves, be a little bit less distracted by uh, social media, be more involved in our communities, be more involved in our homes and in our own lives. Like, at least we have to believe each other. That's the first one. We have to respect each other between the people. Uh, we have to help each other. That's the most important. I don't think there's much we can do to turn the tide on the apocalypse. I, I think that deep down, of course, we want civilization to, to continue and thrive and get to the future. So if anything, I think if there is an apocalypse, it's most likely going to be like a virus or like a meteor hitting the earth. And we can't do shit about that. <laughs> Sounds like I'm not the only one with a prepper mentality. I always said that I was going to buy some land in the remote state of Alaska in the middle of nowhere with my cabin and underground bunker. <laughs> Just in case this thing actually pops off. Sounds like Mike and Stu are right on point with that. Living off the grid, a bunker house. <laughs> Button-activated folding windows. I need to get a price quote on that. <laughs> Pencil that into my housing budget. I like how everyone said that they didn't believe an apocalypse was possible, but mentally they're taking preparations, you know? Like <laughs> that zombie survival guy. <laughs> Shout out to Stuart from the UK. I hate to say it, buddy, but maybe your girlfriend at the time was onto something. I don't know, man. The world's going crazy. But what about you guys? What's it like in your neck of the woods? Are people storing food and tomatoes and cucumbers? Are people barricading themselves in the woods? Know anybody stocking up on artillery? I might know a few. Share with us about what's going on in your world. And who knows? Just maybe we can showcase your voice on the next season. Shout out to all of our voice contributors out there. Mike from Belgium, Stu from the UK, and Bodan from the Ukraine. 
Thanks a lot, guys, for sharing your voice on such a crazy topic. I'm TJ Reed, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Feel free to message us on your thoughts and questions via email or voice message. And guys, we love comments and ratings, so spread the word. Listeners, be advised that views and statements made are for entertainment purposes only and do not in any way reflect the beliefs of our organization.